You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Unlike the rest of us, Jesus was not a spiritual Absalom. He was not in opposition to the Father. He had no selfish ambition provoking him to rebellion. He was, and is, the perfect Son. Father delighted in Jesus' sincere, wholehearted love for him. One thing we know is that the Messiah submitted himself to the Torah. His love for Father was encouraged by the foremost command. Now I'm reading from the Tree of Life version, Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. Love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This love existed before the Word became flesh. It was there in the beginning. The command was given to help restore heaven's foundational culture to humanity. The reality of this pre-incarnate love is a window into the relational phenomena described by the Apostle John. God is love. 1 John 4, verses 8 and 16. Through the call to love God, we are invited to fully participate in our true identities. Each individual is the image of God and is being progressively conformed to that image. Corporately, as well, we are the image and likeness of God. This is relevant to the foremost command because God knows himself completely and God loves himself supremely. We also, as his image, are to know God. Out of that true knowledge, we are called to love God in fellowship with God. God's love within himself, for himself, is eternal. It is happening right now. It shall always be. What metaphor might I circumspectly employ to partially describe the nature of God's eternal, immediate, interactive Trinity love. Here's one. It's like a feast, a celebration, a party, and it is one to which we are invited. The living God wants us to be a part of this. Why? Why? Because we were created in such a way that our celebration of him would be something that is meaningful to him. Since we are made in his image, our love for him is akin to the Trinity's love within himself. Expressed another way, our love for him is the image of how God loves himself. It is valued in the same way, according to the same measure. Since we are made as his image, his love for us is similar to his love for himself. John 17, verse 23b, That the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you have loved me. 
By the way, that is true now in our current state. How much more shall this be true after we are glorified? We really do have something to look forward to. Romans 5, verse 2b, we exult in hope of the glory of God. This mutual loving relationship is so important to our God that he wants to help our appreciation of him. His wonderful spirit inspired a prayer that can be helpful to us for as long as we live, Paul wrote. Ephesians 1, verses 16 and 17, I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I agree with the English Standard Version which capitalizes spirit in this prayer and see this as one aspect of the Messiah's body partaking of Jesus' anointing. Isaiah prophesied, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. That's from the Holman Standard Bible, Isaiah 11, verses 2 and 3a. And by the way, I believe correctly, that version capitalizes spirit each time. So I'm going to read that again and consider that when spirit is being quoted here, it's speaking of God's Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. Consider the activity of the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Surely this anointing included the knowledge of God. Consider the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord revealed the knowledge, revelation, revealed the knowledge of God, producing reverent love for the Lord. When tempted, this reverent love kept the Messiah steady in his love for the Father. By the Spirit, Paul prayed for the Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God for disciples of the Messiah. This endowment brings the believing community into fellowship with the Messiah to whom this anointing belongs. God wants us to have this enabling favor. Why? Because he cherishes our love for him, and it is the Holy Spirit who will enable us to fulfill the great command. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, please give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the true awareness and experience of what you are truly like. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion 
by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Hope Again, Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.